listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. <clears throat> After reading a New York Times article regarding a mummy kept preserved for about 300 years, I'm going to get me some mummy tape for your love. Preserve it in, for 3,000 years or more. I'm going to let the world see you tapping a blue shell dance of love i'm gonna ride your love bareback on totem poles bear your image on mountains turn it in ocean sleep string your sighs through the rainbow of old age in the midst of desert people and times i'm gonna fly your red eagle laughter across the sky hey welcome to the blackout test podcast your host rod and karen and we are live on a sunday morning yes we are Mm-hmm. a mere few hours before i have to do this too much with bossy mm-hmm. or should i say get to do because it is a pleasure um so uh it'll be a double header for me guys yes i love y'all doing that show i don't watch the show and i i do uh, periodically go back and like listen to them kind of after y'all have recorded them and stuff mm-hmm. and uh i actually have a ball and laugh and stuff even though you know i don't know why everybody but some people i do know i know sterling k brown but you know what he's one of the few people i know it might sound weird because you know me i always know the characters names on the show but not the real people names he's the only person with the verse i know his name i don't know who he plays on the show <laughs> but i know that nigga name yeah he plays randall and uh yeah i I wonder how many people listen to this too much but don't watch the show that would be an interesting number but uh yeah i can't wait to recap it walking dead and game of thrones people just listen even though they don't watch the shows yeah i I, yeah i can i can understand that for sure um of course you can find the show the blackout tips on itunes stitcher Podomatic. leave us five star reviews we'll read them on the air the official weapon of the show is the taser and the unofficial sport is bullet ball and bullet ball extreme and today's podcast brought to you by shadow dog productions we've been doing voiceover for eight years now and we got a new youtube video detailing that journey if you're interested in voiceover specifically watch the whole 36 minute video i'll put the link in the chat but if you just i mean in the uh show notes but if you just want to see rod and karen's bits that starts at the 11 45 minute mark check it out it's fun and if you enjoyed it give us a thumbs up or a comment uh so i'll make sure to put it on the the link in uh in the uh notes for the show so if you're listening on an app or something you can just tap go to the note show notes tap on it and see for yourself uh we have fun recording those and uh we do he's always documenting some stuff in the background so now you guys can uh see us you get interviewed and talk I about know. it and stuff we we'll have behind the scenes right um all right let's get right into it oh something I uh but first these words from karen yes yeah, something i want to say i have uh, a random thought uh because i kind of want to get on before we kind of get into everything in this small um i felt like i was an adult because i got me uh the good windshield wipers i'm talking about the really good ones the ones that like i curve and stick to your windshield and mm-hmm. the ones i have was like we even will spray some uh, water repellent across your windshield wipers and i felt like a motherfucking adult because i was like bitch i can see out my window now those are that is an adult purchase when you get excited about shit like that you know i mean not that i couldn't see before but i'm like i can i was like oh we're we gonna be crystal clear now ain't no rain gonna stop me now 
yeah um when you get excited about stuff like buying windshield wipers that's uh official adult shit yeah honey i was excited them shits was expensive i was like you know because a lot of people say they're worth it mm-hmm. and you know you see the commercials you be like uh bitch uh yeah yeah like y'all can really do all that stuff but i went and i was like mm, this shit is high but i was like mm, i'm old now i don't you know i don't like to be squinting my eyes when it rain and shit i want to be able to see so i was like i will upgrade now you know because i can afford to upgrade i was I'm, I'm in the spot where i can do that so i was like hey i'm gonna do this and i really got excited shopping for windshield wipers i had to get the they had to give me a man they had a book but they didn't give me a menu but they had a book where you could tell your sizes of your windshield wipers and my crazy ass i always thought your left one and your right one was the same size but apparently they not depending on your window and your making you know model of your vehicles so like one of mine is like 24 and the other one was like 14 and i was like bitch this don't make no sense but i was like where the book said it is so but it was right <laughs> it was right because i don't know nothing about no windshield wipers and then the thing is i got one off i was good but the other one i, I couldn't get i had to call <laughs> to help me why is them bitches so hard to get off yeah i don't know why that that one uh was just stuck a little bit or something i don't know but we got it off we got it changed it was no big one no big deal i was glad to be able to help yes i had a good time i had to actually uh uh i was because the one that was giving me a hard time i actually googled um a youtube how to take off a windshield wiper because i was like maybe i'm doing something wrong here i was like nah it was just stuck yeah i think uh one of the things about you know adulting quote unquote or just getting older and um you know paying off debt and you know being able to like kind of have a little room to breathe in your budget and stuff you know you're able to do stuff for yourself that um it's so weird there's such little things but they enhance your life so much and it's so you know and some of these things like a windshield wiper could really be like a safety thing you know like right. having to go it's, it's it's amazing how you had to go cheap on windshield wipers and you mess up your own visibility and they wear out sooner you go cheap on tires you know you're really playing with your life out there on the roads like place them more frequently you're right right like it, like there's cost built in um and when you can afford a little bit more you can afford to oh i'm gonna get this maintenance on my car before the light pop up right stuff like that it does change your life and it and it decreases a lot of stress but you know they say money can't buy happiness but it does change a lot of shit that i think we don't think about very often that is stressful that becomes less stressful you know um like uh we have these things now in the bathroom that are like carousels for all of our um you know all of our uh beauty supplies and 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 root mate you know your Mm -hmm. your stuff that you do in the bathroom Mm -hmm. and you know it's such a small thing but i i didn't even wasn't even really thinking about getting something like that although it's kind of obvious i needed it i just had a whole counter full of just products and shit laid around everywhere and every time i got out the shower and you start (laughs) looking in the mirror getting do your daily stuff um i was it was like uh a, a it was like dominoes like yeah I, I knocked down the deodorant and the fucking uh my beard spray go down and then this thing and i'm picking that back up and i'm knocking something down when i pick it back up like and it's such a small not really a huge stressor thing but it's something you just get used to and um you know now i had that carousel and i have to worry about that no more it probably saved me just a couple minutes every day but it's also just less stressful it looks better in there stuff like that but 
you know you don't think about that um there, i bought a shoe rack last year mm-hmm. oh i um, love that shoe rack you know it's it's like right by the door but it's a place to put my shoes when we come in the house and you know you can keep some shoes by the door yes and they're not on the ground right they're, they, not, they're not pat on top of each other where you gotta you know like search for a needle in the haystack because my shoes are smaller than yours so a lot of times i have to kind of search through a needle in the haystack oh this is too much right or if it's rainy or something you can put your shoes on the rack it's just little stuff like that um you know when you're when you get to that point where you're like i'm gonna spend the extra two dollars on toilet tissue every time that makes it better quality toilet tissue than the you know the cheap kind that you keep going i'm saving money but you also got to use more of it and it's not very good you know right look you know i can get toothpaste that actually uh is for sensitive teeth you know what i mean like it's, right my like you teeth ain't sensitive but i'm gonna buy it anyway like i'm a, as a, you know you go to the toothpaste uh owl and there's like seventy five thousand fucking toothpaste toothpaste brands in that little aisle and i've always most of my life just gotten aim because it's 99 cents come on it kept and kept trucking that was it that was like oh cool the 99 cent toothpaste <laughs> what, what could possibly be the fucking difference right and then you get you know you get a little something so you're like let me try a little something different okay i'm gonna get four dollar toothpaste or whatever the fuck i you know whatever oh the eight dollar toothpaste is on sale for six let me see what the fuck eight dollars <laughs> worth of toothpaste feel like in my mouth right. just to see you know and it's like little stuff like that that just changes stuff so um but yeah that that's an example of that is uh the windshield wipers and being like i'm gonna get the 20 dollar windshield wipers as opposed to i used to come in and get the four dollar windshield wipers that shit tear up on the way home right and i'm back to need some more windshield wipers you know right one or two good rainstorms and that's a motherfucking wrap especially if it rains a lot where you live and um like my windshield wipers are straight till i had to use them <laughs> yes i turned them bitches on because and i didn't and they have to be raining i looked i was like uh i looked and they were peeling and that that you know not that all windshield wipers don't peel but they probably have been peeling but i never paid any attention i was like shit they peeling i was like well let me go replace the windshield wipers and i went in there and i was like you know what and, and that was an adult decision i was like you know what today i'm gonna buy the good pictures and i'm that's the best decision that i ever made so now when it pours down raining i might have to reduce my speed but you know the one thing about bad windshield wipers when this when the rain get rid of it bad of course everybody has to stop but you know it might be the good windshield wipers you can actually roll on through that storm a little bit further you know you don't have to completely stop because your motherfucker can't see shit right so just little stuff mm-hmm. little stuff like that make a, a a big difference in what i realized and uh i know i've been sending you little things um like the carousel thing because I, I i purchased mine first and i had i'm the type of person i have to see it to use it so i have all types of stuff but they're like in the cabinets up underneath the sink in places that is not convenient so i don't use them because i don't see them so i was like i gotta get something to pull them out so i got like hair products that i frequently use nail i put my um nail polish combs brushes and like the way it is you can like uh it got little shelves you can manually put in and i was like that was the best purchase ever and it's i'm looking around the house and there's little things i go oh if you get like a little small organizer you could still function but it just makes it the appearance looks better like i've been looking for like little cheap things to kind of make a difference like 
they have one for uh like your broom and your mop and like little things that you use like your dust and stuff and you can like put it on the back of the door and all you do is click in and click out eight nine dollars but you know what you ain't doing fumbling through a broom closet picking up shit at the mop at the at the bucket going is this the broom wait a minute shit no that's the mop no it's just nope you can open it up and yeah, get the trucking like well part of this is just one having the money in the room and the budget to be able to think about these to do these things correct and it's a privilege sec- i'm not gonna lie yes yeah of course it's a, yeah it's a privilege and then the second thing is also having the um wherewithal to think about it because i just don't be thinking about it uh like right now in the we have <laughs> in the pantry we have all these mix matched like plastic mm-hmm. plastic wear shit but half of us from like we get takeout and we're just trained as black people maybe everybody in america i don't know the whole don't do but, it but if it's good takeout Come like, on. If it's, like if it's good they're good rubber made like if it's that good plastic shit you be like you know what i'm gonna put this in this this could go through the dry, dry, uh dishwasher Come on. like if it can make it through the dishwasher then it's i might good. have to keep this and now i just got a bunch of mix mix match ass fucking mm-hmm. plastic shit that none of it belongs together mm-hmm. and i like i probably could take the time out buy a set of plastic wear from somewhere it'll fit neater into my thing i don't mm-hmm. have to stack it all fucking Mm-mm. willy-nilly like it's stacked in there right now Come and, on. and it won't fall down every time i reach in there to grab something but like that's just something i i literally until we got on the air and talked about this i had never thought about yeah so. and i've been uh looking like i said i've been going through amazon actually looking for organizers the, if other people and they're not expensive a lot of people think they're very expensive they're not expensive at all and so i've even seen like little organizers for like you said that type of stuff i even seen one it was really cheap one for your like your saran wrap your clear wrap and shit like that well you can kind of just stick them in there and yeah, pull just, them out as you need it it's just weird because like people even um like because i know one i have no idea how interesting this is it might be boring to people i don't know but uh one of the things that to kind of bring it back though one of the things people talk about a lot with um especially with even like depression and things of this nature like clutter and um that kind of like that shit is like either a sign or sometimes even like a thing that kind of causes it you know it like it's one of the reasons people talk about um one of people reason people talk about like uh spring cleaning declutter mm-hmm. this and like one of the things people advertise advise the people is like clean up your workspace clean up your life clean up mm-hmm. your house like like not just keep it clean but also like make it neat make it organized and you'll, rid of stuff you don't need yeah well you'll feel more um you'll feel better you'll you feel will. like you have more space and stuff so you know i do notice that these things kind of help you know having a shoe rack instead of a pile of shoes having um you know having um you know the the organized bathroom uh stuff in there like Mm -hmm. it's i do think that stuff matters and uh changes go ahead uh and and it changes uh the attitude towards things too when you go in your bathroom and and you see like oh cool i got this I, i like my bathroom um shower curtain i like you know like like i think it does change things and your attitude but it's also a luxury yeah and a lot of times it's the appearance because the thing is you can use these things and not be a neat freak it's just like okay everything kind of has its place and everything's not strewn around so you can still function and however you normally function it just has the appearance of looking better um and like even 
over here i have like a shoe rack and i got like my particularly my summer shoes uh because you know they're small and and um they could go in like two of the because uh, it's like the left foot and the right foot on the rack so i just take two of mine and stick them in one so like your flip-flops and stuff like right now you're not wearing i can just stick them in that and that way they not i don't know how i get rid of shoe boxes it just looks better yeah she's talking about a shoe rack that goes on the back of your closet mm-hmm. uh, it's not even a rack it's it's like a shoe holder it goes on the back of a door for like a closet so like if you have a closet but you don't have room for fucking hundreds of shoes or whatever how many shoes are on that on that um little holder you can put it there it's just something neat and small but it's not that it doesn't cost that much or anything but i it's like i said it's these little things these little changes and you know it's one of the things i've noticed uh as um we get more financially secure we're able to just to be able to do some of these things and it's just things i never really would have thought about before Mm-mm. um you know but it's also like like you said it's also a privilege um i'll oh, go ahead oh yeah and like i said even i know before we talked about it even the toothbrush thing like i said it that's not a big thing but i'm to the point now to where i really like the the electronic toothbrush or the battery powered toothbrush i was like oh and the head spins i was like now i'm bougie i'm like oh the head don't spin i don't want it yeah you know and it's nice to be able to do that because it's it's wild it's, it's just wild because you know when you're worried about i hope i don't buy too much of groceries and my account get debited or get a um fee when you're worried about like um if i um like should i write a check because my direct deposit hit till friday come on if i write this check on wednesday and they don't cash it till like i like i had to do that math the days, yes, many sir. many many fucking times in my life like um you know we've all had you know that i think every a lot of us have had that it's it's so weird because um one of the worst things that uh about like especially american society is that we convince people that not having money is a a negative character trait and it says something about you and that having money is a positive character trait and that says something about you um when money's not a meritocracy no and access to money's not a meritocracy um so it's kind of it's it's interesting to experience this life where you know as you get older and you do have more you're able to do a little bit more um the difference between like for me and i'm not saying i'm sure rich people is way different but right for the difference before me of being able to get like a 99 cent toothbrush versus the five dollar toothbrush or the eight dollar toothbrush that lasts you for three months and it's got rotating this that and the other mm-hmm. and all the shit and i got a battery in it and and and, and whatnot the difference is so it's so small because if you think about the difference of say that five or six dollars over the course of the next three months if you budget it out per day you're really talking about like pennies a day is a difference in a quality of of my toothbrush experience like it's not even some major like this isn't some major like i went out and went to hawaii or i'm t- look at me on instagram i'm taking i'm i'm in i'm in a, you know i'm taking pictures in uh you know i'm taking pictures on the cruise like it's not even some major like i spent five thousand it's literally like a little fucking thing like i spent four extra dollars on toothpaste 
and it's funny that that kind of shit is can have a life-changing kind of uh just a small like more comfort a small comfort in your life um compared to what it was before yeah and 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 like i said and i know it's little things but like particularly um even being uh, a woman uh, as you get older uh your hair products change you know because all of a sudden you step away from that blue magic and you know uh and pink oil moisturizer i know some people still use those products but for some women once they get to a certain they're like you know what i've been using these all my life you know i want to go out and i can spend you know twenty dollars on this and five dollars on this you know and spend a little bit more well part of that is also in our lifetime we've had the advent of the internet Oh, correct so correct. that's not necessarily the same because if you had the 20 dollars to spend 15 years ago what was you gonna spend it or yeah you ain't had nothing but blue man right so now like black women have been so enterprising in that industry and the internet has allowed people to connect so you can't be like i want juices and berries Come i'm gonna on. go to oyen i'm gonna go to uh oh i got this friend she d- does butters and shit i'm gonna go holler mm-hmm. at her because uh, i met her on twitter that that's a new that's that's not just access to money that's also just access to new alternatives that weren't even there before i'm saying my entire fucking life i have walked past five dollars six dollars eight dollars toothbrushes because i was like that's crazy you know what i mean like it's just it's just it's just wild though that 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 the difference between like oh i'm doing better and nigga i hope i can eat lunch this week is 99 cent toothbrushes uh ramen pride uh um um you know it's 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 the the cheapest paper towels the cheapest toilet tissue it's you know it's just little shit it's just so it's it's like the death of a thousand cuts every fucking week and you know and it's just i i appreciate the things that i have even when the things i have aren't that extravagant right because i used to not even have that you know what i mean so right and like you say it's it's the small things that i've like i said like and, and it, like you said it's kind of i won't say silly but it's like you spending a little bit more on things and you can just tell okay i like these things even and I, I can speak for myself i um never really been into makeup and stuff like that but the older i get the more i'm realizing that i do like like lip gloss and matted lipstick and things like that so i've been branching out and going and looking to see and there's different kinds and i had tried some some black on i like black on my lips black matted lipstick look really good on me me and roger was looking i mean i showed roger my lips uh my my lips on my face uh i just not thought about how that sounds uh i show them their lips too but right now we're talking about lips on my face um you're so nasty karen but anyway um <laughs> i correct myself up but anyway um i do um so i was showing him my black uh lipstick and i liked it i liked the way it looked at my face and then i had some pink metallic lipstick and i didn't like it uh, and but people were giving me tips on it tips and i i didn't even know so it's like you say with the internet you can go and you can be like how does this look and a lot of people's like that looks good on you you know you could tone it down or use like a liner and so i'm kind of at the older i get i could spend more money in the higher quality makeup you know because i would when i did do it i would get like the cheaper stuff now i can say oh 
i'm gonna buy the eight dollar lip gloss you know it's kind of that same thing you know i can go buy you know you could be bougie you could be like the um like the vegans you could be like i want stuff no sulfate sulfate free and i want you know stuff that's been non-animal tested you know you can get to a certain point where you could be bougie and picky about the products that you buy yeah it's just it's just interesting how small that difference is but how big that difference is because it adds up over time it's you know it's like how people call whole foods whole check but you know it has uh supposedly higher quality better ingredients less um you know less preservatives and all this type of shit but you know it could be like literally life or death when it comes to like somebody's budget um you know and and what they eat um correct all right let's get into news um teachers and guns teachers and guns y'all this is going on this is happening um so you know there's a huge gun debate stuff um corporate america's getting involved um dick sporting goods will no longer sell the assault rifle style weapons period like uh did i've we went to dick sporting goods to get uh our exercise equipment and um didn't even think to look like to, i guess if you're not a gun person it's weird how you walk right past this death every day mm-hmm. like i'm like oh i want to go get a basketball evolution basketball um i walk right past a section of just uh, could shoot up 12 schools right but walk right by don't it. even think twice don't even think twice like that's how inundated inundated we are in the society with these fucking guns but mm-hmm uh yeah anyway they're not gonna sell them anymore um period at all um and i want to say there's other people that have joined in on this like i know walmart i think joined in on this and they said kroger's i was like shit i didn't even know kroger sold guns kroger did not join in on this i'm about to say that don't make no sense kroger uh first of all kroger the grocery store doesn't sell guns okay uh kroger is a company uh that has subsidiaries and one of them is fred meyer uh stores that that makes fred, sense fred meyer <laughs> is kind of like a walmart okay they're just gonna stop selling these guns to people under 21 okay so they're not really joining in the protest of we're not selling these we're not fucking with these guns okay that makes more sense because i was like i've never seen a gun in a goddamn program <laughs> what is happening here uh delta airlines ceo ed bastain uh included i mean issued a company-wide memo friday um uh he's a delta airlines ceo uh addressing the fallout between the carrier and the nra because they said we're no longer accepting nra member discounts um and one of the things that was funny is uh, they have not even got a lot of business from these nra discounts like they put a they put they spilled all the tea on twitter and was like we've only had like six people use this shit and since we started this program like it's not even worth having like we're not even making money from it correct now what i find interesting is the state of georgia um uh they have rescinded like these discounts and stuff that they gave delta um for coming to georgia because of this they're basically saying we're not down with the nra uh and delta doubled down like yo our principal's not for sale we don't give a fuck and i don't blame you and they better fuck around because they're gonna be like a piece of hood on papa john's i kept seeing other states but like hey 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 delta 
what your man won't do yeah i saw new uh i think it was like louisiana come on they were singing they was like hey you can put your headquarters here baby be there for you to love you all night long come on They was like, come on, come on out here in the middle of nowhere. We'll take care of you. Because I'm right here. And I'm ready. Yeah, they said they're going to, um. Like, fuck with us if you want to. We can leave. Y'all know we don't got to be here, bitches, right? Uh, they, Georgia passed a legislation in retaliation Thursday to kill tax exemptions on jet fuel for Delta users, uses. Um so other people was like let's talk sliding into their dms and everything come on um because not time me funny if they leave that's gonna have a bigger impact than the shit you was trying to do against them it's stupid it's stupid yeah well it's funny because republicans are small government free market economy da 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 we need to corporations are people until the corporation makes a decision that they don't agree with then it's fuck them right um none of this changes the fact that our home is atlanta we're proud and honored to be located in headquarters here at bastian road a bastion road and we are supporters of the second amendment just as we embrace the entire constitution of the united states i have trend- tremendous respect and admiration for georgia governor nathan deal and thank him for the work he's done on the jet fuel tax exemption he is a great friend of delta i know this action by the state legislator troubled him as it does all of us um so we'll see mm-hmm. and i guarantee you eventually somebody gonna get a hold of him was like nigga shut the fuck up do you know how much money we make and we get a like, hold of who the dude is like talking about we're gonna do all like the loudest person talking about we're gonna do all these tax breaks and stuff mm-hmm. somebody's going behind his back going dog you better smooth this bullshit over with them mm. Like we're like we're literally one of the largest airports in the in the world. We can't have them leaving here because you want to act a motherfucking fool about six goddamn people. Calm down, nigga. Uh, speaking of guns, deputies will now carry AR-15 rifles on school grounds in Florida. So uh, we just need the kids to survive the third <clears throat> act of Expendables too. Every every <laughs> yes, every time Chuck Norris. Every time some shit pops off, you gonna have fucking the shooters with the ar-15s and the fucking police with the ar-15s and a bunch of fucking kids walk around the crossfire of a goddamn den of thieves uh gun battle it's ridiculous so now i gotta put my kid in the booty poop vest then we'll get the guns guns we'll let the guns teach class of course just it's just ridiculous um (sighs) this is really idiocracy level shit here come on uh and a georgia teacher was arrested after firing a gunshot in the school classroom armed the teachers guys don't say gotta arm these teachers that'll fix everything just give them guns and it should be fine you know these teachers are doing a great job now we're not gonna pay them i mean come on we're not really gonna properly train them west virginia just had like a boycott of thirty-three thousand uh teachers in order for them to get pay raises but let's also give them guns where we gonna find the gun money y'all don't even find the money to give them a pay weight a cost of living increase but you're gonna somehow find the money to give a to arm them what um yeah apparently fired the teacher in georgia barricaded himself 
alone inside his classroom on wednesday and fired a gunshot when the principal tried to force to open the door but no one was seriously injured police said the instructor was arrested imagine how scared those kids were one girl twisted her ankle trying to flee the pandemonium um this teacher apparently did not want to involve students in this incident in any way oh well i guess everything's okay what a relief Woo! i thought he was gonna try to shoot the kids up well give the other teacher some guns tell that to a little girl to twist her ankle yeah i also he didn't want to involve them in any way is their way of being like well he wasn't planning on shooting up the school okay but the president of him the precedent of him even having a gun though is the problem <laughs> like what the fuck is the problem like is school should be one of the one of the main uh gun-free zones right it should be a gun-free zone uh, unless you're an officer walking around it should be a gun-free zone that's that's so that's so ridiculous um he was a social studies teacher by the way 53 years old um and he also serves the play-by-play announcing announcer for the high school football team well they're gonna have to get a new announcer this fall i guess i guess so <laughs> well it's chip buck is here with your friday night football guys i know uh <laughs> i mean who knows what was going on in his life but i just know he shouldn't have had a gun correct like um, they, you know they won't even get background checks so you're gonna have teachers that are probably not gonna get background checks probably gonna have bad training and be like here's guns right um rick ross was found unresponsive at his florida home there's been some uh that. mixed rumors that he's on like life support and shit some people are then i think what was it fat trail tweeted out that he's not on life support and he just came from the hospital i don't know you know um i just hope he gets well yeah but he was uh found unresponsive at his home 50 cent tweeted out uh ivan drago from rocky three on a picture of him on his instagram because they have a you know rick ross and 50 cent don't like each other and uh he put and basically that character is known for being like if he dies he dies uh basically trying to say like he don't care if, he, if rick ross dies um they said he came, became combative with medical professionals according to dispatch record the 911 caller said the grammy nominee was just nodding his head and also boo-booed on himself though it is unclear what that means I mean, you, that's the shit that happens sometimes when you go and cut. I don't know what the fuck's wrong, people. Um, Why would you even release that information? It's, it's, first of all, it's unclear what that means. I have many issues with this. It's unclear what that means, though. Oh, we know what that means. We don't know you what that means, y'all. have a bodily function. It happens. We don't know what that means. Um, He shit on himself, guys. Okay. Come on. Dave Chappelle said it in stand-up. We've heard it before. Um, second, who says boo boo? You know, children. Like, was this one of the Instagram people? Was it? A, was there a baby in there? Was his grandmama making the call? Who says boo boo on himself? That's such a like. That's an old school word. Hey, was somebody? Was a mammy in there? Like, <laughs> the fuck, boo boo on himself. Like, <laughs> something somebody great grandmama would say. 
oh baby he boo-booed on himself oh yeah oh it's terrible yeah <laughs> be careful don't the, touch that the smell is terrible yes yeah, yeah they know me to say soiled right i mean even shit on himself in a pinch i mean you know i can see that working like just go straight to it who like i just pick <laughs> i just wonder if it was like some instagram thoughts just hanging out at the at the rick ross mansion being like oh he boo-booed on himself i don't i don't know what's going on me either girl we got to go and then yeah and then the last step i can't believe they reported that that's what i just i said. assume Why stuff like be- that happens in medical emergencies all the time when they write the articles they leave that out correct that's wild uh anyway it was transported to a hospital by ambulance receiving respiratory treatment possibly for pneumonia yeah that flu was fucking niggas up too that's another thing uh however an unidentified family member struck to the website that the entertainer was hospitalized us weekly has reached out to ross rep for comment the purple Lamborghini rapper uh previously suffered two seizures within a six-hour period in 2011 he was hospitalized in birmingham alabama and later told bt 106 in park it was a case of me not getting enough rest enough sleep wouldn't get two hours i would get two hours of sleep and keep moving um yeah i don't know man i don't know fam uh good luck to him i know it's some hard living in that hip-hop shit and he was just talking to gunplay about slowing down so maybe he can uh slow down himself man because that's sad um this is weird um knowing that that dude used to be a, a corrections officer and this will be that will be a lot less damaging to his career than if he uh shit on himself during uh come on come on and, and- 56 will get hold of that 911 call and the next beef the next the next rap song gonna be off the hook y'all come on and they both some they both somewhat problematic you know but yeah oh both yeah, yeah very is, you know he cuts the fool and then uh rick ross lost sponsorships and shit from a rap he said you're like okay yeah i mean you know, i'm not wishing them bad on you but okay dog it's wild because you know so many rappers rap about like doing drugs and lean and partying hard and all this shit and nobody ever stops to ask like what's wrong with them you know what i mean like what what, what what's up with lil wayne that he gotta self-medicate to the point where his fucking teeth rotted out and he passed out and died almost died and was in the hospital at, at such a young age you know this is this is weird because like on the one hand it's obviously funny and ridiculous quote unquote but on the other hand it's like what are these niggas running from um anyway um a little girl was awestruck by michelle obama's portrait and believes she is a queen come on little black girl uh and she even was standing she even had that stance like she was a queen at the end like with the with the one leg in front of you yes pink raincoat uh two-year-old parker curry was so awestruck by the towering portrait of michelle obama that every time her mother would try to get her to turn around to take a picture she would not stop staring at it parker was in front of the portrait and i really wanted her to turn around so i could get a picture with her and she genuinely 
honestly would not turn around said jessica curry a small business owner from washington dc she was uncooperative with me because she was just so focused on the portrait and studying it and she was just so fascinated the image of little parker was captured by ben hines of north carolina who took a trip to the national portrait gallery with his mother donna when he spotted a little girl in a pink coat entrance uh entranced by the dramatic image of the former first lady he posted the picture on his facebook page and it quickly went viral even the former first lady got to see a photo of parker she responded with a series of three hard-eyed smiley face emojis after the painter of her portrait amy sherrard posted it on instagram sherrard or sherrard okay sherrard an african-american artist based in baltimore is known for her themes on social justice um yeah that picture is is amazing watching that little girl be entranced by that picture and that picture is humongous baby i know I, I, i'm gonna have to make me a trip instead too baby right um so it's kind of interesting uh yeah so the, the mom posted later in further discussion with parker yesterday and today i realized that she believes michelle obama is a queen and she wants to be a queen as well mm. as a female and as a girl of color it's really important that i show her people who look like her that are doing amazing things and are making history so she knows that she can do it curry added that her youngest daughter ava who's only one years old was also totally into the artwork um the official portraits of former president barack obama and former first lady were unveiled last month girls and girls of color will see an image of someone who looks like them hanging on the walls on this great american institution and i know the kind of impact that will have on their lives because i was one of those girls said the former first lady at the official unveiling um and for the record this is why i did not even engage in the back and forth people were having about whether or not they liked the pictures and especially a grown-ass people and you know how much of a likeness was it and and it just it i mean for them they can you you can like it or not like it i don't really care right. it's it's totally up to you and if you feel like you need to write 500 words on it do do your thing uh they definitely put it out to make a statement and statements are going to get feedback you know people are going to write their open letters and all this shit um i just didn't even engage in it when it happened we didn't really cover it on the show um even the back and forth we didn't cover on the show because uh, everybody already has that kind of agendas you see people that already have something to say about everything they do good or bad um so of course this is just another thing for them to talk about but to me my immediate reaction was oh they these surreal ass paintings are about them being kind of larger than life mm-hmm. and they clearly wanted to make a statement with these with these paintings they they you know and then lastly it wasn't for it was not for me come on as with much of the imagery of those uh that black family in the white house um it's a lot of it's not necessarily for my generation or the people that are my age or even like a little younger like it's really a lot of kids that will grow up feeling differently than we felt correct and i think that is a overall good i do think that 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 achievement is is good i do think the idea of not being limited or at least being able to see yourself um out outside of the box they place you in i think it matters you know and that little girl is what that picture was always for and the other little kids that are gonna see those pictures it was always for them it was always 
they i mean michelle obama said as much in the unveiling of her picture and people still were like but what does it mean to me as a 45 year old per-? and i'm like person I don't, that's grown and you like yeah, this i'm like i don't know for you dog well not just that but you're you're 45 you figured your life out already i hope correct i hope that you weren't waiting on this picture to get it together right you know what it's, I mean? it's like it's, it's like i'm glad it inspires you as an adult you know not that things can inspire you as an adult but the intentional purpose like this you wouldn't have targeted market when this was designed yeah or i mean i don't know i just maybe they had a, a way you were supposed to feel too i just don't know but i'm grown i don't it's not that big a deal i won't be talking about it in two days i know it won't it's just not i'm not in the art space right i don't want to have a discussion about what's tasteful and not tasteful it's literally up to you if you want to be pissed at these pictures uh these photos these i mean paintings be pissed i like it i'm not even coming to argue with you about it if you want to be celebrating them i'm not coming with you to argue. it just no. it just seems very inconsequential to me what grown people think about it because okay. to me this is about the people who see this and that and, and that are able to imagine and dream bigger than what they were you know mm-hmm. than we did right and even as an adult you could be inspired and stuff like that but like you say it's one of the things where you have a little girl standing here loving it and like you say you have grown as adults talking about they ain't got the color palette right uh, that, okay i mean they can i look i don't i don't begrudge those adults i just want to be clear i'm not this isn't me going if you didn't like it well bitch now you know this is what this is what this is about like no, no i'm not i don't give a fuck if you don't like it i it doesn't matter to me if no. you like if you love it it doesn't matter none of it matters to me it's always kind of been about the purpose of that shit was always about other people that were younger than us that were kids that were gonna look on that fucking wall see these big ass paintings and be like i can be anything i want to be Correct. and that fucking inspiration we talk about representation matters and we talk about art matters and we talk about all that shit that to me was the whole point it just wasn't about me you know even the way it's painted to be kind of surreal and even that looms to, makes a point a bigger point about aspirations and inspirations and being bigger than life and not fitting in the same mold as everybody else like all of it was just for other people to dream big and i i can recognize when i'm just not the center of some shit and step the fuck away as opposed to being like but what about me though did you think about me like it's just not about me like congratulations i hope little black kids and uh and shit i hope all kids little white kids too look up there and be like oh these people were bigger than life correct you know these people were uh these are inspirational people in the same hall as they used to only be white people you know i think that shit fucking matters so everything else i like i said i don't know anything about art i'm not gonna like i'm not gonna Mm -hmm. begrudge your art opinion when i don't know shit about art and i also didn't even understand the argument of telling people they couldn't have an opinion on some art when we all have fucking uh, opinions at whatever level we are it's not like they present art only to these high these you know these snobby ass high society motherfuckers like art is in a museum that anyone can go in and watch and critique it yes yeah so it's not even some you need to know this i don't need to know shit it's it's a picture it's out there i can see it you can see it you can be like i ain't feeling that not to admit to a certain extent i i wish we could 
take down some of the reverence that we do have in the art world for shit you know because a lot of that is still seeped in white supremacy come on we just talking about it last week with i think with marshall we talked about like i think karen brought up how black art is always touring but the white art is a stationary part of the exhibit Mm, that will always be there for every kid to see and the black art you know the art for africans the art for Mm -hmm. indian the art for people that aren't you know white cis people or whatever for the in general that art always roaming around the country and looking for a home but this other shit is just like this is the home for this art you know so when you you walk in you gotta come here right you walk in and we have established the mona lisa is a work of fucking art but this black shit that shit is relegated to oh the ancient egypt tour is coming around to you don't miss it because um our our museum here the mint museum like leaders in npr and you like what like i said i didn't uh, what i realized is that every time i turn around is the african culture the egypt culture you know the the japan the chinese culture all these brown people or what they consider quote-unquote other people that shit is always touring and we're gonna only be here for four weeks or six weeks or eight weeks we're only gonna be here for three months and then they pack that shit up and they go on to the next spot but what you don't see is the motherfucking mona lisa touring that that bitch is where she at and she ain't going nowhere yeah so i just think i just think it's kind of interesting how we we're already relegated to the side so i don't really buy into the whole like you gotta think this guy was good and that guy the people that taught me to think that all those painters were the great greatest painters are white people and i don't buy that all the great painters are white Mm-mm. i don't i don't buy it you know how many uh people that people considered other and you know, i'm talking about like a uh, black brown lgbtq and all that stuff that have some of the most beautiful artwork that we will never fucking see in the masses because you know they don't get their break or people don't consider their stuff good or worthy enough to be with these quote-unquote uh uh classics yeah it's just like i said i every leonardo and fucking michelangelo and donatello and Raphael and master swinner nah but um but you know uh da vinci like it's all a bunch of white people man and the people that told me they was the greatest was some white people right you know it's just hard to it's hard for me as a black person to be like well that's the be all end all and if you don't know about them then you can't talk about art man fuck that shit if the shit don't bang then the shit ain't good anyway right and different aren't speak to different people different types of ways and like it's one of these things but the older i get i actually sometimes go out of my way to actually look for black art and brown art like and stuff like yeah. that because like you say since everybody on these motherfucking touring tours uh you know i don't never know when i can go to the mint museum to see the shit because it's always touring right um let's see what else we can do oh the pope suggests it's better to be an atheist than a bad christian if you're a christian who exploits people leads a double life or manages a dirty business perhaps it's better not to call yourself a believer pope francis suggested in homily on thursday in rome so many christians are like this and these people scandalize others francis said during his morning mass at casa santa marta according to vatican radio how many times have we heard all of us around the neighborhood and elsewhere but to be a catholic like that it's better to be an atheist it is uh that scandal 
but what is scandal scandal is saying one thing and doing another in the catholic church causing scandal also a grave offense examples of such sins unbound the pope said from money launderers to business owners who take beach vacations while stiffing their employees francis sermon is as customary um was an extended riff on thursday's mass readings which included a passage from the gospel of mark in it jesus says it is better to be drowned than to cause others to sin drawing on that passage the cat the catholic catechism catechism uh says scandals including uh, include business leaders who encourage fraud teachers who agitate students and manipulators who turn people away from moral values in other words anyone who leads others to do wrong directly or indirectly is responsible for the evil he has encouraged the church says so when francis compares hypocritical christians to atheists he's not being flipped he's trying to protect his flock in the united states some catholics have cited the church's teachings on scandal to argue that priests should not distribute holy communion to politicians who support abortion rights uh francis a sharp critic of capitalist excesses uh turned his scorn instead on greedy business people while many of this pope's pronouncements are often assumed to be novel interpretations of christian doctrines francis was also touching on an ancient debate if you believe but don't behave can you get into heaven no the pope suggested in characteristically blunt language hmm it's interesting because he um he is always like cool pope but he's still doing it within this um this box of catholicism yeah, yeah, like, catholicism yeah like you say uh new pope same shit nothing's going to change he's just talking like he's mm. li- he's literally just talking he feel well the thing for me with him is i do feel like he's kind of that breath of fresh air to a certain extent like i'm not trying to belittle everything he does um but a lot of his shit is by omission like i feel like if you asked him like so does this mean that if a politician supports abortion rights they are killing children in your eyes and don't deserve to go to heaven i feel like he wouldn't answer that question like i think that's what he's become good at like he like he's not gonna come out and i mean and popes have power you know and i don't know how much power with like if they gonna kill him or some shit if he get too crazy i don't know how that works but they have power and i feel like uh and they were losing numbers uh and they might still be losing numbers but i know they were losing numbers majorly when he took over his post um because people was like i don't believe in all this shit okay we can now fly across the world in a few hours we can fucking like there's you know internet and tv and shit like yeah, all this wasn't yeah, in the bible y'all been molesting boys right y'all, y'all have right. been holding people accountable before you know so it was just one of those things as somebody you know who has been hurt by this organization as a total a lot of people have millions of people possibly they're going Mm-mm, we hear you but are you really going to apply that well um what i was going to say is i it's not that i think people are skeptical like that i think they want to believe correct so Uh, he so what he does is he allows them to believe by omitting shit like he's never gonna come out and be like yo these fucking gay people dog they going to hell and stop being gay uh he'll say if uh, this is a quote if someone is gay and he searches for the lord and has goodwill who am i to judge that's the closest you're gonna get Uh, correct correct like he's not gonna come out and say that like we need as the catholic church as an organization we have to stop declaring being gay a sin he's not gonna do that Mm-mm. but he'll just say it in the kindest way possible like hey who am i to judge 
the pope people want to know what you think that's why people keep asking you about it they want to know your judgment because it matters to a lot of people in the world what you think correct um what is it that i expect uh as a consequence of world youth day i want to mess who knew we knew that in rio there would be great disorder but i want trouble in the diocese he said uh saint peter committed one of the greatest sins denying christ and yet they made him pope think about that he said uh we must meet one another doing good but i don't believe father i am an atheist but do good we will meet one another there uh a church without women would be like a, a apostolic college without mary uh the the madonna is more important than the apostles and the church herself is feminine the spouse of christ and a mother so like he he says shit that i think you know you could be hey look at this it's that's feminism kind of within a church spectrum well can women be priests come on can you know what i mean like i i I think he omits certain shit like it's all it's like i don't want to talk about that but i will say this that women are great and we should keep them around okay the shit that we don't want to do right unless you want to be a priest and you can't fuck no women that's crazy uh <laughs> uh anyway i just thought it was interesting that he said that um and i think also cat there's this thing called catholic atheism where people are kind of believers but not really like they don't practice any of the shit he probably trying to get them back in the church too like hey i know you feel like you're an atheist i know you feel like there's no god and this is all bullshit but you grew up catholic come back to church you know hey it's better to be an atheist that doesn't uh hurt people than a christian who does right hmm come on back to church atheist dude like i'm i'm not hey I, who am i to hate who am i to judge that's how it feels to me like what he's trying to promote uh i hate to be that cynical about it but i mean them numbers don't lie they need people to show up in the pews come on they um um emerging like out, out here emerging like uh mcdonald's and shit like that if they were downsizing yep uh all right let's see what else we can do uh let's get into uh some other segments uh how about oh let's do fucking with black people We're just fucking with those black people. We're just fucking with those blacks. We're just fucking with fucking with black people. That's right, guys. Time to play that game that we all hate to play. It's fucking with black people. The game that goes all around the club, uh, all around the world. We find different articles to make us feel fuck with as black people. We'll assign point scores from zero to a hundred and intervals of twenty-five. Today's contestants, everybody. All right, everybody, let's do it. Exclusive florida public school teacher has a white nationalist podcast Mm. uh diana volatich a 25 year old social studies teacher what is it about social studies come on at crystal river middle school in florida has been secretly hosting the white nationalist podcast unapologetic under the pseudonym tiana delachov so her real name is diana volatich and she's been going by tiana dalicho okay and bragging about teaching her views in public school that's how you got caught baby um that might be that might be how they caught it i mean you did brag about teaching in public school right so somebody gonna find out who the fuck you are 
Mm-hmm. I, I think we know how she got caught. Yes, they was on the case. Thank Black Twitter CSI got her. They start getting them alerts. Hey, a bitch racist. Let's get on it. She slipped up and gave one too many details. Yeah, she did. She was, she probably slipped up one time. I was like, you know, the other day I was watching Orlando Magic game. They say, like, mm, this bitch in Florida. Okay. That's all I needed to no. know. Now, uh, I need you to put in Google, uh, three syllable names because she's probably using the alias for her first name. Yes! <laughs> Search all teachers with three syllable names. So teacher and podcast and see what you get bitch see what you get <laughs> see what the results is search search the registry of domain names in florida yes involving uh tiana okay we didn't get a hit on that search all three syllable names and now let's cross references that with the teaching uh with the teaching role sheet at um <laughs> at the schools at the school district come on that's how they caught her ass in her most recent podcast february 26 she railed against diversity in schools dismissing the idea that a kid from nigeria and a kid who came from sweden are supposed to learn the exact exactly the same and have the same iq she enthusiastically agreed with the guest and went on to argue that science has proven that certain races are smarter than others science huh that old beast in the same episode she boasted about bringing her white nationalist beliefs into the classroom and hiding her ideology from administrators mm, i wonder why you feel like you got the hide shit how come when black people say these things happen and that these teachers are racist and that we end up being gaslit and how can you know what why would you even say something like that um well she's just saying it out and just saying it out here right right in front of everybody right okay mm-hmm. um she said um uh that when parents complain to the school's principal about how she's injecting political bias into the classroom she lied to the principal and said it was not true of course because trying to keep a motherfucking job yeah, they making it up so now the kids look crazy right uh, she told us the confederate flag is freedom of speech but black lives matter is a terrorist organization Mm-mm-mm. oh diana or tiana what or D- diana i hear shaking the damn table come on um she believed me and backed off she said volatich also agreed with her guest assertion that more white supremacists need to infiltrate public schools and become teachers they don't have to be vocal about their views but get in there she said be more covert covert and just start taking over these places right volatich said i'm absolutely one of them i cannot wait to see how she defends this shit on monday morning Woo! i know she ain't looking forward to monday morning was she coming to work monday morning mm-mm-mm it's gonna be on oh my god i can't wait me either they caught her she sound up uh, she sound unapologetic too catch me outside how about that mm-hmm. come on she's like yes i'm racist <laughs> you want to see these hands 
uh after the huff post made inquiries about her white nationalism to the citrus county school district on friday tiana dolichov tweeted that she might disappear for a while now that's her alias i'm sure it's a coincidence i'm sure it's a coincidence that they called about the actual teacher having racist views and the alias for the teacher tweeted out i might have to take a break because mm-hmm. they was on the ass mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. guys you might not yeah. see me around here for a while mm-hmm. uh could you take that voice and uh play back and uh put it in google you know google voices to see if uh it's, it's been played somewhere else the thing is though screenshots are forever motherfuckers and they took screenshots of her shit before they she deleted her account the internet never forgets it isn't supremacist or hateful to prefer your own people over others she told true underscore canuck one she also put you know america's education system is designed to enable victimization when teachers are forced to learn about institutional racism and prove it's real when it isn't i literally feel brain cells dying as i read this bullshit by the way her 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 see this is how they got her her alias the racist you know all right one mm-hmm. she used her own picture as an avatar no she didn't she didn't go with the american eagle the flat oh she ain't know the rules she ain't know the rules go ahead and drop that picture in the, in the google limit search thank you for saving us the extra three seconds it would take to find you she also had put hashtag sunday morning which as everybody knows is the worst time to put anything on twitter anything she also told somebody white privilege prove to me that it exists show me statistics that prove whites benefit economically solely because of their race uh someone said uh this is the person that reaches 10k followers y'all stick my 700 followers who have heart and compassion she retweeted that and said what what does compassion have to do with the fact that systemic racism and white privilege aren't real upside down smiley face which he definitely stole from black twitter come on that that's amazing and you know what though i'm glad i would rather have it go fast and hard and in your face than slow and gradual for the next hundred years where everyone just kind of mixes out slowly i want to see rapid change because i think that that will create a rapid awakening and that's what's happening so i love it when the left pushes really hard and fast and is loud and exposes their goals and hates white people openly i mean that's really a plus for us yeah and it seems like at least from what i've heard that things at the college level are they're not that much better but they're getting a little bit better in terms of a lot of colleges are starting to shut down the safe space bullcrap and you know all this as they let white nationalists on campus under the guise of two sides gotta be two sides freedom of speech these are the people celebrating it who y'all think they voted for i wonder who they could have what candidate could have gotten their vote um these women are white so they might not be out there marching but they are supporting the bullshit now one of the scary parts about this she works at an overwhelmingly white school 90 percent of the school students identify as white only four percent identify as black three percent identify as hispanic so she's teaching these young impressionable white people hey be proud of your white heritage white uh, white privilege is bullshit 
um white there's nothing don't wrong let, with white nationalism don't let make you feel bad white supremacy is getting a bad rep uh, you guys just there's no such thing as privilege you're fine um now most of the school students qualify for free and reduced uh lunch even though they white come on uh sky hebert uh who is executive director of educational services for searches county school district could not confirm that dalachov was voltage but said the district will be looking into statements she made checking the validity to see if they violate the code of, uh, code of ethics policy oh you know check the record she does not speak on behalf of the school district the views she listed online are really not in line with how our district operates are you sure tiana dolachov didn't respond to HuffPost's request for comment on facebook or twitter on friday she says the leader of social media accounts she did not respond to HuffPost's message to her school email address on friday either hmm. earlier this week the blog angry white man which tracks white nationalism wrote a post about how someone named tiana dolachov had interviewed the prominent white supremacist media fi- figure lana lochteff and on this week's episode of unapologetic locktef works for the media outfit red ice tv with the southern which the southern policy southern poverty law center recently uh designated as a hate crime group come on i mean hate group yeah uh in this episode she openly talked about being a public school teacher and didn't reveal her name or the school where she worked that's how they got <laughs> it's like she finally slipped she probably had never let that shit slip before somebody was like mm, you know what i don't like this i'm gonna have to check this shit out yes we on the case bitch what she say get on it yes on the episode of her podcast she mentioned last school year was her first year in the district where she works citrus county school district confirmed that she started teaching last august 2016 god damn damn they was on it mm, they so good they so good they're like we know how <sighs> when you started dog black don't twitter, fuck with us black twitter csi put them details together got her up out the paint mm, nothing better mm-hmm. nothing better um i wonder what they do after they win the case yeah uh voltage's photo of the crystal river middle school website and social media profile photos of tiana dolachov appear to feature the same person the photo show voltage and dolachov wearing the same set of earrings to the earrings karen they got the earring they probably google image searched the earrings found out how much they cost and what florida places are selling them and they know where she lives now i'm sure of it lord have mercy that's why you do no earrings that's why why you think everybody used the bald eagle in the american flag they could tell you which walmart she bought those from come okay? on Mm-mm-mm. they was on top of it same that was like enhance enhance right. again <laughs> mm. Spit, turn it to the left mm. zoom who, in who, who sell those earrings <laughs> zoom in on those earrings mm. what is that east 49th right jewish street <laughs> we got a bitch we know where Diana. she at that is definitely tiana dolachov aka diana volatich oh we got him the open and shut case send o- this to huffington post open and shut nigga <laughs> and they don't have cases karen they don't have actual trials we just black twitter just gets tried in the court of public opinion <laughs> that's it ain't no actual law all these white people will be fine 
uh <laughs> in her podcast appears in social media post volatage talks regularly about being a teacher even mentioning she teaches in florida and makes statements that are deeply alarming particularly for someone tasked with shaping the minds of middle school students on this week podcast volatage said that when students ask her questions about current events she responds with unbiased quote-unquote facts but as tiana dolashov volatage has suggested facts such as uh terrorism will continue unless muslims are eradicated from the face of the earth fact <laughs> what you teaching kids mm-hmm. uh she also was getting sent to twitter jail it appears apologize for my absence twitter can find me in twitter jail for the second time this week for educating people on the horror of hashtag islam let's see if they make me delete this tweet too place your bets um mm. you think uh whenever uh you get a, a black twitter csi email to play that same music when you're i don't got the music on where's this music playing from my speakers are why am i still hearing this <laughs> i hope they don't send it to the offenders i don't want them to get these jams no 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 they ain't sending it to the offenders like when they sending them out to the parties be like look what we found bitch bloop, bloop. oh to the principals and yes shit. uh she has gushed about the work like why is this email partying i know <laughs> it says uh who is tiana dolovich open for a surprise (laughs) and now you see his pictures flashing and shit this seems very disturbing i know what 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 is happening here my my speakers are off my speakers are off why am i hearing this music is that diana um i know right but yeah she gushed about the work with anti-semitic uh, author kevin mcdonald and has said that jq is incredibly complex jq stands for the jewish question an anti-semitic conspiracy theory that jewish people have undue influence over the media banking policies and that somehow must be addressed and we know how they tried to address that in the past come on by killing jewish people uh a whole lot of them a whole lot of them she also tweeted out currently reading kevin mcdonald the culture of critique which literally is a cover of a book with a bunch of people bunch of shadows wearing the jewish like that hat the traditional hat and it says an evolutionary analysis of jewish involvement in 20th century intellectual and political movements and she put currently reading kissy face i guess painting my nails emoji only a few pages in and my mind is already blown uh one of the things i find low-key about this and i don't know if it's because i'm a man or not she also seems to be kind of a pick me of the neo-nazis come on you know like the way she's kind of putting herself out there these little like the the, the snarky shit the, the still in black twitter like the kissy face emoji mm-hmm. like what the kissy face emoji have to do with anything right it's just weird like uh, and i think a lot of women that go down this rabbit hole um with a lot of these like either even the hotel shit a lot of this is about impressing those weak ass men over there that go around talking about how women are the problem and then there's always a woman over there like yeah women are the problem y'all men have it so hard and it's i've seen it before but this is just for the alt-right <clears throat> i'm not being patronized and i'm stating facts she said and the jewish question is incredibly complex if you truly open to exploring it i'll send you some resources privately she is repeat no, thank you she's retu- repeatedly praised defended and retweeted neo-nazis and white supremacists mm, you know including david duke arthur jones patrick casey mark collette and mike pianovich 
uh aka mike enoch um well yeah she yeah wow anyway they 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 found her so good for that they found her they was on the case shout out to y'all right Mm mm-hmm uh i call them cases i know they're not cases but shout out to them she also made clear on another podcast this year her students know her political beliefs she said they asked her who she was gonna vote for when she was a guest on the resistance podcast she said we wouldn't tell the students fear and retribution from administrators but she told them if you can figure out who i voted for you can put the name in this basket on my on my desk and we'll see how many of you can figure it out i will give your class a reward she said all the students guessed correctly by using logic and engaging with what she was teaching so they know you're they just know you're a bigot can't imagine having to be the black kid to put trump in that motherfucking thing for the good grade you think black kids get a good grade in her class no the one where she believes that they're genetically and uh mentally inferior think she's Mm -hmm. out there giving out a's Mm -mm. guys nope not unless she say mass is the best not unless they say mass is the best thing ever with her facts that they're probably having a dispute and be like that's not true you get a d anyway zero to 100 karen oh she get 100 i give it 100 as well to the cs i get zero of course naacp sues myrtle beach for racially discriminatory practice uh practices during black bike week good fuck them Mm mm-hmm i mean i'm not surprised at all by this uh Mm-mm. anytime there's a gathering of black people shit gets mad racist right people hike up their race they charge ridiculous fucking taxes yeah ciaa is in town this weekend i don't even be going downtown because it's like i don't want to deal with the weird double racism that you have to deal with right all no of a sudden. all of a sudden everything doubles and triples in price you like look i come here fucking last week why is this shit eight times more i've gone downtown during nascar week and it's never like that ever they ain't charging no extra gratuity they ain't charging no extra gratuity charges on the bill when these fucking rednecks are coming into town they ain't from north carolina they ain't from charlotte and ain't got no culture and there's no dress code and shit they just let them do whatever the fuck they want and they and they don't worry about it but when it's some black uh, when it's some black shit it immediately is like Mm-mm, nope can't do that anyway they filed a suit against myrtle beach and myrtle beach police citing discrimination against african-american tourists or black bike week the complaint was filed by the national naacp the myrtle beach branch of the naacp and three individuals in u.s district court for the district of south carolina um they also have uh plans for a organizing a um uh oh they okay so they also are um filing a motion for preliminary injunction to stop the city from enforcing its plans for the 2018 event that's coming up in may uh apparently um the city is going to try to do some same shit they do with ciaa they're gonna have different restrictions on this event as opposed to any other event right According to a news release, complaint says there are stark differences in the treatment of African American bikers during Black Bike Week compared to the treatment of majority white bikers during Harley Week. Come on! White bikers do not have to go through that, so why should we? Said an individual plaintiff, Samuel Jones, um, who's a former U.S. Marine and an attendee of Black Bike Week. Um, Harley Week occurs in early May, where Black Bike Week occurs um, during Memorial Day weekend officials with the naacp have said that in the past the city's plans for the motorcycle rally over memorial day weekend include a 23 mile traffic loop um uh-huh. which is discriminatory against black attendees coming for the event also known as bike fest 
the city of myrtle beach and its police department imposed no formal traffic plan during harley week however during black bike week they restrict the main two-way thoroughfare ocean boulevard (coughs) to a single lane of southbound traffic all vehicles entering ocean boulevard at night are forced to travel through a 23 mile loop with just one exit i Um, right they want to make it inconvenient as fuck on saturday night uh black bike week it could take over six hours to complete the loop the complaint also cites the city of myrtle beach deploying more officers during black bike week than harley week right they also cite that police officers utilize overly aggressive policing tactics against african-americans with those two complaints the naacp says the city seeks to make black bike week sufficiently unpleasant for most african-american motorists right, uh, motorcyclists they, they want to decrease people coming hoping to stop the uh they stop attending the event and f- making it cease to att- uh, exist right yeah that's what i heard happened with freak nick too yeah yeah they just police the fuck out of it till niggas stop coming of course uh anson asaka the naacp national office associate general counsel was in myrtle beach on tuesday for the organization's news conference announcing the suit he said the goals to have black bike week treated like every other event in the city right so we can show the obvious differences like okay hard okay that's about the same amount of people come Mm -hmm. what's the fucking difference why y'all gonna have us sit in chat for six hours why y'all gonna slow the roads down and shit like that like can you explain to us why there's never a reason other than racism zero to a hundred oh a motherfucking 100 fuck them yeah i had to get at 100 as well can't even just go think about the money that brings to their economy that's why i said racism is irrational and illogical because racism don't even care about being profitable right you can't even go spend money without motherfuckers being like how do we get these niggas out of our city man right. and you got out them. here patronizing the businesses and shit we're cool with white business with white motorcycle week but this is different and a lot of these uh companies actually uh love niggas being there because they sell like they go okay we got harley week we got this with like a lot of companies particularly in those areas actually know when they're coming and prepare and plan and so you're basically cutting their profits down too so you got companies that this doesn't benefit the companies uh let me go to the next um section in the crowdcast guys we'll be right back we're right at that break um but yeah it's just infuriating because like i'm i'm here to have a good time i'm here they've been doing this shit for for years literally in myrtle beach mm-hmm. um and i guarantee you this discrimination has been going on for years and it's probably their first time really g- having somebody get their back and suing the city correct because um, fuck them yeah and not trying to be funny they can and it doesn't benefit them to actually be like this they can actually take it to another beach and keep it trucking but they're like no we like it here we shouldn't have to run away and y'all are just being ridiculous i gotta fight you to give you my money i got nigga i gotta fight you to give me my money to give you my money not to give me mine i gotta fight you you. so i can give you some fucking money for your hotels and i'll keep in mind it's a it's tourism and shit down there but it ain't fucking with that those two weeks i'm sure it's not fucking with that you know compared to just an average weekend where people go down there it's it's crazy right you probably quadruple what your normal fucking regular weekend is not trying to be funny murder beach ain't all that fucking big you know compared to the other beaches i've been to be like uh bitch you ought to be glad people even coming out here what are we talking about u.s court rules dreadlock ban during hiring process is legal the 11th u.s circuit huh 
oh the 11th u.s circuit court of appeals recently ruled against a lawsuit filed by the equal employment opportunity commission against catastrophe management solutions effectively ruling that refusing to hire someone because of their dreadlocks is legal Hmm. right because it's considered unkempt uh the lawsuit was filed by the eoc on behalf of chastity jones whose job offer was rescinded by catastrophe uh management solutions located in mobile alabama according to the case file Jeannie wilson a human resource manager for cms uh commented on jones dreadlocks during a private hiring meeting to discuss scheduling conflicts telling jones they tend to get messy although i'm not saying yours are but you know what i'm talking about they tend to get me- bitch this is my hair what are we talking about here and some people have grown this all their lives i'm not cutting my goddamn hair this makes no sense white people don't know shit about black hair talking about it gets messy no it gets messy if you put the shit in your hair right white people don't know shit about black hair they think that dreadlocks are dirty and nasty because yes it gets dirty and nasty for them because white people need to add grease and shit to their hair to keep it matted basically into dreadlocks no white people say produces oil that's why it gets all oily and yeah but they keep it dreaded up for a long period of time it that's what happens oh okay for them okay yeah yeah, we don't have to we don't have to we don't have to worry about that you know like this shit becomes nasty just by it's on on its own because if you were to keep your a white person would to keep dreadlocks for years and years and years it's going to turn out to be nasty smelling and shit right they're associated with that their hair is not the same they don't know what the fuck they're talking about but they're so supremely confident in everything that comes out of their mouths they would never question like maybe i don't know what the fuck i'm talking about maybe i should listen to someone else's experience who's telling you i have dreads and my shit isn't nappy or fucked up i like it's amazing how many times white supremacy is fucking insidious like this it's amazing how many times i've heard white people say some shit like oh it'll be uh people with dreads are nasty and they could be talking to somebody with dreads and then they'll be like well not you it's like well who do you know that is black that got some nasty dirty ass stinking ass dreads right, nobody com- it's not is it a fucking coincidence you don't know anybody you think you special it's different for us that's it you understand our culture you understand our hair you don't know what the fuck you're talking about you don't know not one name of one black hair product shut the fuck up and they and and it's so insidious like i said because it it affects shit like the hiring process i can't get a job with dreads because you decided it's nasty now i wouldn't even be that offended by if you decided i just don't want people with a certain hair length because I, I that can extend i don't want a white dude with a ponytail i can understand hey yeah, i don't go across the board you feel right? like that look is unprofessional and while there's arguments against that i understand that more because it's more of a fair like assessment of i just don't want anybody doing this shit right but when you specifically point out just the black hairstyles nah man fuck you yeah the same thing when you do natural hair because there's a lot of white women with natural hair their hair naturally goes in various different formats but it's not black natural hair so when you say natural hair you're talking about my black ass right it's it's ridiculous um but yeah they then they terminated um the job offer of course um in their suit the elc claimed it's a violation of the civil rights act of 1964 arguing dreadlocks are a racial characteristic that have been historically used to stereotype african-americans and not as not team players as unfit for the workplace therefore claiming that dreadlocks did not 
uh fit a grooming policy is based on the stereotypes inherently discriminatory as dreadlocks are a hairstyle phys uh physiology physi physiologically there you go and culturally associated with african-americans uh the court of appeals disagreed ruling that cms's race neutral grooming policy was not discriminatory as hairstyles while culturally associated with race are not immutable physical characteristics in essence tracing a person's appearance that are tied to their culture but are otherwise changeable are not protected and can be used to deny job offers that's interesting because what do i say your nose is too wide hey you can go get a nose job is that okay like what is the difference you know a lot of shit is changeable now that we didn't consider changeable in 1964 that don't mean i got to change that shit right. and who are these white people walking around with dreadlocks and shit right but it, you know it's not characteristic of african-americans i mean they the yeah. only ones that and got them change it says who bitch that's right. you, people act like you changing shit is is just a a, a a quick solution to shit right pulling the wig bitch i don't i might not want no wig what are we talking about here yep um anyway man that's a hundred for me of course that's trash um white woman caught on camera screaming you're a nigger at her co-worker I'm sure they get along at work just mm-hmm. fine oh you know they do she's best friends <laughs> right oh that's just maggie being mm-hmm. maggie as far as that white woman concerned they were friends until obama got elected mm-hmm mm-mm-mm you know how it goes guys mm-hmm. you the one good one you into it with your co-worker you should just have a misunderstanding Bitch, get out of my face and that's the next thing that's happening mm-hmm. then they wonder why niggas go to work and don't talk to nobody yeah uh, like it's like that on purpose and then you don't fuck around and tell something too personal like shit i told him something now i gotta worry about them coming asking me for some shit what you mean you know because most i know for a lot of black people particularly a lot of black people that work in uh corporate america a lot of times most keep to themselves they don't bother nobody they don't say nothing but let's say you fuck around and say i watched the walking dead and then next thing you know all of a sudden you got a fucking conversation every week every time because they know something now so every week the walking dead you gotta you gotta kind of entertain somebody that you don't really want to talk to you know they voted for trump but you're like okay uh-huh okay yeah dog mm-hmm, yeah i'm um, called dad yeah mm-hmm, okay uh-huh mm-hmm, all right mm-hmm. you're like shit i shouldn't have said i like the walking dead well this ain't even that this is a cactus jack it's a restaurant in fort myers florida oh okay despite the fact that she was caught on camera going off on racist tirade against a co-worker this white woman still got a job uh yep she was repeatedly filmed yelling you're a nigger at a co-worker orlando or orlando ortega who was fired from the restaurant shortly before the incident restaurant owner jane thirstfield tells fox 4 that mark Kinkowski, the woman who did this was a uh attack that was actually provoked by ortega who she alleges hit the woman in the face right before she went off a racist rant on a racist rant the lady in the video he actually did hit she had blood on her face she was bleeding despite this however the video does not show uh her with any blood on her face well do do we need facts here is that what we uh upset about we need video evidence and proof that 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 of what happened or can we just take a white woman's word i mean she's the victim in all this you know sometimes you just be screaming nigger at people and shit you know you just can't help it 
additionally thirstville said that the use of the racial slur was inappropriate even you were just praising me earlier i don't understand what i did you were just praising me get the fuck out of my bar I just worked an entire fucking nigger. There you go. There you go. That's it. There you go. And it's all. It all comes out. That's exactly what I was saying. And there's a white dude. There's two white dudes holding her back from him. And one dude put his hand over her mouth after she said nigger. Almost like he knew she had said it before, and they were trying to keep her from saying it again on camera. And it sounds like the dude started recording to get her because he knew she had said it already and was going to see if she would repeat it uh i do have i do wonder uh if she was hit if it was if because she called him a nigger and he hit her and then she he started recording not that it would be acceptable to hit somebody but still i wonder what the order of events was because uh one because because the other woman the the owner of the restaurant is making it sound like this dude just showed up, punched this woman in the face, and started filming her. And she got a call. He called her a nigger. And it, I, I wonder what the whole transaction. Yeah, it's more like. been happened to that because if he did that, you're you're wrong too, right? Um, and she also emphasized it took the the incident took place off the clock and off business property. So that's why she can still work there. Fucking niggers like that's why, there there you go. That's why you're on camera. That's why you're on camera. Come on. Come over here. Come down here. You white niggers and black niggers. No one fucking niggers. I'm not black. He's not even black. Fuck it, my bar. You were just praising me today. I don't understand this. I work a shift. Now I'm a nigger. I'm all of this. You are banned. You are never allowed on this premises. I don't want this. This is a nasty ass bar. I promise you. I got everything. I got on camera. She's still calling us nigger. In your face, get out. She's calling. It's funny too. The worst thing she could think of to call him, even though he's not black, is nigger. Hello, are you crazy? You are a nigger. Only niggers act like. What'd you say, Karen? Right, because in their mind, that's the lowest. That's why everybody is blank nigger. Like, like if you ever think about other races, they call you blank and just put nigger behind it because that's the the lowest of the low in their mind even though there's other you know racial slurs that they can use that they know of but but here in america you know that's the one and my thing is this so you think this about patriot i mean patrons to work here i mean patrons patrons to come here you think that about other co-workers to work here bitch you can't work here you can't work here like there's no other black person work there you know what i mean is there no black person in the kitchen nothing because, I mean, if I'm a black employee, I don't feel comfortable working with her. Right. I don't really give a fuck if she got hit or not. She's out here calling people niggers. I think you can't come back from that. Right. He ought to be charged for hitting her. Right. Like, and if he hit her, he yeah, he should be charged for that, too. But Right. Yeah, if he hit her, he should be charged for that, too. But I question if that happened or not, considering what the um, owner sounds like or what she sounds like. Right right it wouldn't surprise me if he never laid a hand on her they just said that shit to kind of quote unquote justify her showing an ass right all right uh let's play our speaking of racism let's get into some racism guys all right now that it's time for some guest the race that's right it's guest the race time now that it's time for some guest the race that's right it's guest the race time 
that's right it's time for guess the race the number one game show going across all the podcasts and we read to play news articles from all over the globe and we ask our contestants today karen in the chat room to guess the race and the chat room plays along and they're all racist all right um uh milkman uh was allegedly caught on camera using a barn as a bathroom Mm-mm. we still got milkmen people that deliver milk to the house we still got milkmen karen in 20 2018 oh this this definitely got to be that fresh that fresh uh farm to home milk yeah it's weird because it's like milkman i've never heard milk woman are they still not equally hiring in that in that field who knows or they just call you a video from in- what they just called him a man too we, we just, 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 just a milkman i'm a woman you're still a milkman inside a barn prompted several of you to ask us to investigate it allegedly shows a milk truck driver urinating and defecating in a barn it has more than 700,000 views we sent eichmann david to highgate wait urinating and defecating that's a lot i mean did he not like the farm i mean what's happening here urinating and defecating like your sport you're really oh my god i mean don't cry over soiled milk i guess (laughs) but just saying something in the milk is rotten You might want to check the expiration date on that milk i'm just saying we could see into the window of the milk house and he kept disappearing the alarming video caught on surveillance cameras shows a milk truck driver who was not associated with the farm or their co-op urinating in their barn next to the dairy cows when the videos came up of what he had been doing the one right then i couldn't move I froze and I shook. The video shows the same driver relieving himself in the barn and using improper testing when taking samples of the milk. Shattered. He took something. Uh, You know, we've raised our kids down there. That's where you spend 90% of your time and your kids are along with you and they've walked in that barn and they've been in that milk house. And how do you have someone that you're paying to take your product be so disrespectful to it our investigators are looking into all possible uh, avenues for this uh, whether there's some regulatory issues of uh, sanitation uh, possibly uh, animal abuse etc and i my understanding is uh, the um, also the uh, uh, authorities uh, uh, police or sheriff's department have been contacted as well i'm not sure that we even cared if laws were broken because what we saw was not acceptable we spoke with dairy farmers of america over the phone they are the co-op which distributes milk from this franklin county farm i'm told the driver was independent from both the farm and the co-op and drove for valiant court trucking he has since been terminated from the job the co-op says their goal is to protect their farmers we saw the videos what we saw was deplorable listen if you're going to deal with our members and deal with our milk supply we have expectations that you do so in a professional manner and this is far from that if you're going to come onto our dairies and try to violate that we're going to push back hard which for these farmers they 
feel this should have never happened. He doesn't belong in the main barn, even if he has to go to the restroom. So far, the truck driver is not facing any criminal charges. We asked the company if they would release his name. They declined. We've reached out to police a number of times trying to get more information about this case. We have yet to hear back. Reporting in Oh, this is all oh, this is white. They are milking this story for all it's worth. Sorry, guys. This is just utter madness. <laughs> all right. Uh, so you said white care? Yes. Mm-mm-mm. As the world turns. <laughs> let's see what percent of the chat room agrees with you there's gonna be one percent two percent come on skim or hold <laughs> all right that's enough all right uh let's take the chat room and see what they believe oh. uh <laughs> hold on did you ask them already yes okay but oh well if you gotta go if you gotta go go eight mile white uh white like the milky delivers white man with that gave a shit hit my stomach curled over <laughs> just like his uniform that lactose intolerance and that milk he delivered white lactose intolerant white the main barn okay whole milk whole white <laughs> ah! oh what? lord one who became one with the cow white milk milk lemonade <laughs> push the button fudges made white oh. don't take a roll in the hay this is 1950s white creamy white i it was no skim off his nose white the other caucasian of this man bullshit i think not white he didn't want to boo-boo on himself white <laughs> and skim the correct answer is everyone got it he's white <laughs> I don't know i would have let it go they're not charging them with a crime because there's no use crying over spilled milk Mm-mm. uh that's him in the video down there is it showing in chat yes it is he's like he'll take a shit anywhere he just got that look like i'll just pull up take shit wherever the fuck i feel like it i got to piss these cows gonna have to deal with this I feel bad for them cows. They're like, come on, man. Right. I shit in here. This is I my bathroom. I you shit in here, too. And he peeing, like, directly where the cows at and everything. Right. And they won't release his name. That's the whitest part of the whole thing. Come on. And all he gonna do is get a job delivering for another, for another dairy company. If this had been a nigga, it would have been, like, Jerome Johnson arrested for peeing in a place where cows poop and pee. uh let's go to the next one a woman 25 years old dumped her popcorn on a noisy two-year-old girl's head in a movie theater and then hit her with a container because she asked her mother for a treat what do we hate kids that much what is happening i don't know you guys are always the ones coming down i didn't say attack the kids uh you sound like this is right up your alley though no it is not i don't feel like y'all be that far away Mm -mm. 
don't attack the children let kids be kids i'm the only one that love the kids around here and the rest of y'all always oh i hate when i go to the movies it's a kid in there this is jedi this this star wars bitch get your kid out of here next thing you know you're encouraging people to get out there and hit kids mm-hmm. they get it from y'all no don't be attacking the children a woman dumped her popcorn on a two-year-old at the movies and started hitting the tie after the child asked her mother for a treat the mother was right there carrie carmen 25 was charged with endangering the welfare of a child and she attacked the two-year-old she did not know in long island new york while watching the pg-13 blockbuster star wars the last jedi Duh! first of all what are you doing still watching star wars the last jedi and it's, it's so late you know what i mean oh, is, is that even still in theaters theater? it's like the one dollar two dollar right? theater now gotta be you get you go to the one dollar movie theater you get a one dollar experience motherfucker come on kids gonna be it in, ain't there. in the regular theater no more kids gonna be in there playing with toys inside they got like a little little like you can do whatever you want i mean the, the flow all sticky i mean damn it's a dollar theater dog. right the fuck you expected she was at the amc dine-in in leventown with her father charles carmen 61 first of all you 25 and your dad 61 why are y'all hanging out when a little girl next to her asked her mother for some popcorn all she said was popcorn and she didn't even say a full sentence celia riggs the mom of the two-year-old uh told named harley told in new york post um and so after that apparently um she couldn't handle it uh, oh okay you know what this happened january 2nd okay i was gonna say so this is actually a long time ago but the pair was finally charged friday even though it happened january 2nd ah okay um riggs took the facebook on january 3rd shared a photo of her daughter saying please share um looking for anyone who was in levittown lois about 4 p.m showing the star wars on january 2nd my two-year-old daughter was assaulted while sitting at my side during a movie there's investigation police are involved but the person who did it got away if you have any info contact me asap let's get justice for harley and use social media to find this lunatic hashtag justice for harley oh um well um after that charles uh, they found the woman and she was charged and her dad was charged as well because he failed to stop the incident when it happened uh carrie allegedly it's funny he was in there with his daughter and she was in there with her daughter and it was daughter on daughter violence damn daughters killing daughters ain't that a shame carrie allegedly started cussing out the 28 year old mother of the child after she snapped and told her to be quiet the 25 year old then clamped her hand around the child's mouth dumped her popcorn on top of the girl and proceeded to hit her across the head with the bin y'all a two-year-old she does not know that it's not hers in front of her mama how is she alive come on she'd have got all of these hands that'd have been one time i'd have been like y'all know what bitch the cops gonna have to get me today the pair fled the movie theater once the child started crying right because you were fucking wrong and you knew you were i think they just left because they were fed up with that child like oh not a bitch crying jesus christ oh why'd you bring your kid in here it's bad enough she asked for popcorn but now she can't control herself she take her ass whooping and start crying come on man how the fuck i'm supposed to hear what's going on on the screen this is why i don't come to these movies um <clears throat> <laughs> 
<laughs> i'm gonna go talk to a manager get your kid kicked out uh the county police were alerted to the incident after the two-year-old went to the doctor the same day complaining of head pain because you know hitting a baby in the head with a pop bucket of popcorn is probably gonna hurt a two-year-old's head. right as an adult the police searched surveillance footage and movie theater receipts to identify the pair involved in the incident they arrested the carmens who live in baldwin on friday at 3 30 p.m it's unclear what sentence they might face from the incident guess the race of the the two criminals oh uh white mm. i'm going white let's check the chat room see what they believe and i hope they get a buttery sentence okay y'all asked for this bullshit they didn't ask for that yeah they did the chat room says uh see what they believe um uh, and the movie was last jedi i saw someone ask what what was the movie where's uh where did you guess for the race i thought i did yeah did you i can't find it hold on okay they don't let black folks on that part of long island so hmm mm-hmm, she the whitest delicate white flower long island woman does racist podcast on the side white oh. i was told by apple care white 53 percent and all over the damn place white why does she look 50 and she 24 white oh <laughs> wish oh. she would have tried to even look at my kid funny white a white woman i can't believe at Rodman's prime spoiled this old movie for me white ha <laughs> snuck in uh some green bean casserole to eat during the movie white oh on a date with her daddy white <laughs> oh oh she oh. white for sure white illegally blonde 25 apple care meth white the cock cassidy white popcorn with a sprinkle of maylox white the it's this popcorn is too seasoned it's too much salt on this i just uh-uh. uh anyway the correct answer is and uh most i think everyone guessed the same thing all of you got it right she was white a two-year-old man i know i hope somebody said she wore a pink pussy hat while he did white i hope not baby is anyone safe come on a two-year-old i blame the rest of you guys so y'all are always talking about how much y'all hate kids at restaurants and in movies everywhere y'all y'all make it seem like these people are right they they be feeling like i can hit these kids now y'all are encouraging it Mm -mm, don't be kids all right let's do another one um a college dropout refuses to leave her dorm room she loves college life but not the classes hunter college is waging a court battle to evict a stubborn student who refused to leave her dorm room some two years after dropping out two years two years Mm mm-hmm sometimes you just don't want to go care school too good to Did you still paying tuition uh, <laughs> i don't know i mean but you could pay rent if you could pay tuition they said you gotta get the hell out of here no that's, what that's she said. exactly what she told them <laughs> who's gonna be your roommate baby <laughs> you gotta go no You're still in the freshman dorm 
uh delaware native lisa s palmer who had not paid rent since 2016 refused to leave room e579 on the school's campus uh in the dormitory according to an eviction lawsuit filed in manhattan supreme court that had taken to supreme court the 32 year old 32 racked up a staggering $94,000 in unpaid residence hall charges on her account of her continued occupancy, all while ignoring Hunter College's service of additional vacate notices. Uh, as of today, June 7th, 2016, uh, you are still in occupancy of the aforementioned room. Mitchell Kwok, assistant director of residence life, wrote Palmer two summers ago. Last fall, a Hunter attorney uh continue the battle to get rid of palmer and her an eviction notice that said it bold face type 30-day notice of termination you're required to vacate and surrender the premises on or before october 30th 2017 but the former geography major who now works for an architecture firm she got a job what which means you could have just you could have just paid them they ninety thousand dollars dog show me the ways of finessing that you must have to be able to have a goddamn job i mean do you work on campus too shit the audacity you must be living your life with to be able to have a fucking job and be like nah i'm good oh my god and to be around a bunch of fucking teenagers no thank you 32 um (laughs) super duper duper senior right and everybody around you old enough to be your kid Mm mm-hmm um so yeah uh, um uh i plan on fighting the lawsuit and while i fight it i'm going to stay she said <laughs> she told the post from outside out, outside of her messy 100 square foot single which is adorned with a lava lamp a dream catcher and piles of dirty dishes she don't even do the dishes though school officials say she dropped out she assists uh she assists hunter refused to let her register for fall 2016 class after she disputed her housing and tuition bill i felt that it was a miscommunication initially but after i met with the dean i felt they were starting to treat me unfairly i was like get out oh it was like get out oh i'm about to say yeah they want you to get out what are we talking about? yeah y'all so now i just gotta get out because i ain't paid no rent here yeah, man. wow yes, yes you got to go you got to go only full-time students who maintain a minimum grade point average to keep current on their room and board fees can stay in the dorms the suit says palmer who first enrolled in hunter in 2010 after a stint at st john's university in queens said dorm life was really lonely for someone in her 30s i feel very isolated then why do you want to stay there she said right you're around a bunch of fucking teenagers y'all don't have shit in common noting that hunter moved her to a wing that's only occupied by a middle-aged nurse uh, a middle-aged nurse whom the college is also trying to evict the college wants to boot a total of nine nurses who were given rooms in various wings uh when it was owned by bellevue hospital the resident nurses including 67 year old Derek de fritas who kept the dormitory room crash pad at as the address for decades all right decades uh, guess the race of um what's her name lisa s palmer you know what i'm going black okay karen's going black let's check the chat room see what they believe in the chat room um 
black grown-ass woman magic <laughs> magic she her, had her meal playing her kids name black oh! oh she is living her best white woman of color life black i want to be contrarian black <laughs> all i gotta do is stay black and die nigga uh make colonizer great again oh this is hard but i'm going to say you gonna have to put me out black black uh that's some white people shit white the correct answer is black okay correct answer is and karen you got it correct she's black and some of y'all did miss it the nerve to keep the dorm room nasty though that's wild to me but i guess when 100 square feet i mean how clean can you keep anything yeah that's that's not no room and i know one I mean, thing I mean, she came in when she was 30 you dating this woman you dating for life you better not let her move in y'all niggas ain't never getting out of there i mean not not that white women you know don't go back to school but i mean you went back to school and won't stay on campus i don't think that's a black thing though that's true um anyway she look at she look like she had her crocs like come get me bitch okay i'm 32 i ain't scared of shared showers and uh taking my toiletries with me to the bathroom every trip i ain't scared i ain't scared not having no privacy i ain't scared of living in a hundred square feet of space i ain't scared of that yeah and having to shower in shower shoes like she like it's some good fucking up in this dorm room i know that much maybe she just <laughs> i have no idea what's going on me either oh my god oh my god uh, all right let's get get out of here uh bonus round my bad <laughs> Double the points and the race. Double the points and the race. That's right. Double the points, double the race, and the bonus round of guest race. So far, Karen is three for three. But can she make it four for four? We're about to see. We will see in the bonus round. Florida man. Oh, shit. We never heard about him. Paralyzed after chasing a monkey that stole his hat. White destined florida a florida man now living in bali is fighting for his life after he fell from a roof while chasing the monkey that has stolen his favorite pittsburgh Steelers cap none of the geography in this makes sense no so did he lose it in bali or did he lose it in florida how's he still a florida man if he's in bali yeah because i guess he's and from why florida. is he a Steelers fan if he's from florida what is going what is happening here we didn't know the background history what is happening here the northwest florida daily that's a very specific paper <laughs> they do very specific news northwest florida shit daily too <laughs> the northwest florida you get this every day yeah does news even happen daily in northwest <laughs> i guess it does it's all bad uh anyway northwest florida daily news reported that jeff swede swedenjelm fell 33 feet on monday 
villagers took him to a local hospital where he was diagnosed with severe damage to his spinal cord he currently is paralyzed from the chest down (gasps) lyric swedenjelm who lives in dustin in destin said the family is trying to get her father to a country with a spinal specialist specialist she said that he is in a medically induced coma and is on a ventilator the family started raising funds on gofundme which has already raised thirty nine thousand dollars that ain't bad Mm-mm. uh anyway guess the race of this florida man oh he white all right let's check the chat room see what they believe uh these maga people are gonna have him deported after this east asian white and all over the world he was chasing a black man that he called monkey white oh curious george was fascinated by the weird white man in the yellow hat uh (laughs) still his hat is yellow white on white that's that's what he gets for beating a flamingo white i believe i can fly white i don't like you monkeys in florida hate them in bali too white white man let one monkey stop this show (laughs) white uh, black person would only do that for a new era and you're right i bet the brand wasn't even bent uh he white no black person gonna chase a monkey that's what you get for jerking that monkey jerking off that monkey white oh you you get one go ahead get your hands off of me you damn monkey white get your goddamn dirty hands off of my stillers hat the correct answer is white Of a goddamn Steelers hat. Come on, I am gonna get kept that fucking Steelers hat. I mean, he was thirty three feet up. That mean he was like in a tree or some shit looking for that monkey. You, you gotta have that motherfucking hat. And the monkey got the hat anyway. Right and now, you can't walk. And the Steelers ain't winning shit this year. Oh man, that's a terrible way to get paralyzed. Come on, dog. Uh, all right let's get to um the last thing gotta talk sword ratchetness everyone um as soon as i scroll down to that sound effect uh thought i saw it there we go took hostages at a noon eaten bowling alley with sawing off shotgun and sword has been jailed sawed off shotgun and a sword Woo! i guess when you absolutely want to kill every motherfucker in the room right come on that's some wild shit uh he threatened colleagues after trying to find his ex-girlfriend who was off work he shut the whole bowling alley down didn't even know her work schedule <laughs> right she lucky as hell because you know what he was gonna do if he would have caught that woman at work uh use a sawed off shotgun and a samurai sword to take hostages at a bowling alley he's been jailed for 12 years oh so they're just bowling buying that overpriced shit eating 
do they old nachos having a good time you ruined it oh that's video of it okay it's not the news video okay cool um david clark 54 i guess no relation to sheriff david clark or maybe some uh sparked a terror alert that saw armed police surrounding the leisure park in new newington uh as as children as young as five fled to see oh he demanded to speak to his former girlfriend when he entered the workplace uh at the bowling alley uh october 22nd clark began drinking in the bar before pulling the shotgun out of a carrier bag ordering members of the public to leave the premises oh shit witnesses described the family running away screaming as the family's running away screaming as clark shot at game over and threatened victims by holding a two-foot long knife to their throats oh you mean a sword come on two foot long you fucking crazy uh <laughs> i'm gonna ride this video if trying to play stop uh anyway uh but he took two uh he took two of the members of the staff hostage ages 17 24 for more than four hours oh, that's a terrible way to spend a day four hours. his manager josh demon told the court that clark threatened um wait hold on threatened to sink the knife into his ex-girlfriend's new partner if he arrived and decapitate him what well that won't get her back buddy trust me mr steedman was ordered to collect a samurai sword um from clark's car and told he would injure the teenage hostage if he did not comply with his instructions put in a deactivated shotgun to mr steedman's head and ordered him to obey his commands the court heard that he said you ain't making it out of here you ain't going to see tomorrow the younger hostage who still has flashbacks about the incident had the gun held to the back of his head and waist during the ordeal while volatile clark ran around enraged and gratuitous and wanton destruction of the premises he bit the teenager over a pool table and threatened to cut off his arm his victim said he felt clark was going to blow his brains out clark told the hostages that one false move and he will they will all end up like spaghetti because your body parts will be all over the floor oh mr steven said he believed his former friend wanted to go out in a blaze of glory uh as the surrounding area was locked down and members of the public were locked in a nearby odian i don't know what that is for the safety as armed police moved in negotiators were in contact with clark throughout the incident but armed police moved in after mistaking a nearby firework for a gunshot rescuing both hostages and arresting their captor so they accidentally went in and saved everybody it's a shootout up up i guess we need to stop saving lives clark who had who had drunk vodka and taken painkillers at texas's older sister before driving to the park telling her i'm going to do something i've thought of since my birthday in mitigation lawyer uh colin charville said the client was not thinking rationally uh he said clark wanted to engineer a situation where he could talk to his ex-partner he did not intend to physically hurt anyone men are scary as fuck come on scary as fuck how do you know you're fucking one of these ticking time bomb ass niggas how are you supposed to know you don't judge andrew lockhart qc told clark he brought terror to the bowling alley in a bid to be killed by police uh your selfish actions have deeply affected many people you said you wanted to put in uh into effect your dreadful scheme to commit as you said suicide by cop mm-hmm 
uh praising the action of the police he said they've been forced to make life and death decisions chief superintendent alex franklin smith said the incident made headlines around the world and left the lasting impact on the local community this was a planned hostage taken at a place where clark knew there would be children present he added he must have realized the impact of his actions and would have would have on the victims and everyone else there clark is a dangerous individual we welcome the length of this sentence i hope it brings some comfort to the victims and the other people caught up in this incident as they continue to uh come to terms with what they went through uh he pled guilty on two counts of false imprisonment possession of prohibited firearm with intent to cause fear of violence and possessing a samurai sword and a knife he also admitted to possessing an imitation firearm with the intent to cause an indictable offense and one count of criminal uh damage huh so it sounds like the gun the, the gun was it was it a quote-unquote real gun it was a deactivated shotgun what and he wanted the cops to come in and kill him but of course nobody knew that at the time of course, right wow how would you know dog how would you know oh my god um anyway guys that that is that is a wild incident and uh, of course swords um bring it out in people and it doesn't matter even if you're at the bowling alley this is a good reminder to stay in your lane duh All he was trying to do was strike out on life. That's difficult to make these bowling puns, Karen. It's almost as difficult as getting a 6-10 split. Mm-mm-mm. I bet when he was in court, he was like, y'all not going to pin this on me. we gotta get out of here guys these jokes are real gutter balls <laughs> he didn't have a moment to spare <laughs> <laughs> all right it's not gonna get any better than that all right guys we'll see you uh tomorrow other people i'll see you in uh, about an hour here when me and bossy go live for this too much um thank you for listening so much for to the show and we appreciate y'all um until next time i love you i love you too